Hello, Hashtag Verse TV family, and welcome. It's week 195. I'm Aaron Mack, here with my good friend, Basic Complexity. And what makes the number five significant to me? A couple of things, actually. I'll say, my initial um, expected graduation year from Howard University, um, from Howard University was 2005. But next thing you know, instead of being on the four-year plan, I ended up on the five-year plan. I actually graduated in 2006. But at the end of the day, the, the point is that I graduated, right? Okay, yes. And yeah, that, that's a substantial part. Also, like basic complexity, Kevin said last week, 1985 was the year he became a brother or the year he was no longer an only child. It's actually the same for me. And 1985 is the year that I became a brother. So yeah, and I will say, based complexity, Kevin, take it away with our song introduction and just introduce yourself and then pass it back to me for the new song. But you've got it, friend, go, go for it. I, I'm sorry, really quick. Did you want me to go one with my number five thing? No, nope, nope, just just the song. Unless you particularly wanted to, but but that that's not exactly how we're doing it. But yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Um uh -huh. well I'll say when it comes to the number five and like I said before last week, 1985 was the year I lost my only child status. But really, 10 years from then, from then in 1995, got at least as close to a brother that I ever thought because I had two sisters and then my mom said that's it. <laughs> so in 1995, my godbrother was born and I would say known him his entire life. Um, love due to death and yeah, we we get along very well. He's like the brother I always wanted and never officially had. Um, and um, sorry, I was going through my notes. Now, um, so are, are you ready for me to do my new song and then pass it back to you for the old song? Oh, yeah. All right. So my new song and new-ish, well, it, it, it's pretty darn new. 2021, <clears throat> Janelle Monae's song, 
say her name, Hail You Tombow. And that's by Janelle Monet featuring Professor Kimberly Crenshaw, Beyonce, Alicia Keys, Chloe and Hallie, Zoe Kravitz, and more. And it's a song naming women who have been unjustly murdered. And excuse me, oh my gosh. It's 17, it's a 17 minute song of just saying names of women who've been unjustly murdered. 17, and recent names of women who've been recently unjustly murdered. 17 minute song. Just saying the names, I'll leave that right there. And um, basically, Kevin, take it away with your older song. All right. Um, my really old school song is actually a song I love. The song um, is called Somebody Bigger Than You and I by Whitney Houston, featuring Bobby Brown, Faith Evans, Ralph Tresvan, oh, Johnny Gill, and Monica. Yeah. <laughs> um, the song is from the 1996 soundtrack um, to The Preacher's Wife. And yeah, like I said, featuring several big names of R&B artists at the time at least and a young wow a young teenage Monica who was the youngest out of everyone um the song was definitely a collaborative track um, in my personal opinion, it was great. However, it was never a single. It is a, a great song. And, and don't yeah. be shaming the outstanding artists by being like people who, well, they were big back in the day. Yeah, you know, like times change, times change. But they're still outstanding artists in their own right. And I was about to say, don't say, don't you come for by forgetting my Johnny Gill, my pretend husband. He he he, he was one of my uh, well, I never like pretended we were husbands, but I do acknowledge that he is gorgeous. He is fine. Period. Period. Okay. Anyway, all oh, right. So as we like to <clears throat> always do. <clears throat> do in the last Monday of the month, we want to thank everybody who listens to Hashtag Verse TV through it all. Thank you very much. And Kevin and I would like to give a special shout out to everyone via the countries, countries around the globe who still listen to Hashtag Verse TV. Thank you. South Africa, thank you. Nigeria, thank you. India, Thank you. France, thank you. 
Canada, thank you. Australia, thank you. Egypt, thank you. Germany, thank you. Belgium, thank you. Singapore, thank you. United States, thank you. Thank you all so very much for sticking with Hashtag Verse TV. Through it all, we greatly appreciate you very much. And we hope that you enjoy the show that we have for you all today. Basic Complexity, speaking of which, are you ready to get this show on the road, my friend? Yeah, let's go. One, nine, five. Hashtag not friends at Sam Smith at Ali London TV at Sam R1995. Hashtag verse TV 195A at Ali London TV. YouTube does not have any age restrictions on Sam Smith's degrading sexualized new music video. Five year olds can search this up and watch it with no content restrictions. Sam Smith, this is not art. This is not trendy. This is not empowering. This is monstrous. Hashtag Sam Smith at Sam R underscore 1995. It's one thing to not be a fan of Sam Smith. That's fine. To say that their video is over-sexualized is so rich when it's barely anything compared to what I grew up with in the 2000s. Not saying it was right back then, but clearly many people have forgotten about these. Four videos featuring women doing the exact thing. Alright, um, I greatly appreciate the song. Also, and watching the music video, it really gives me a slight Madonna feel. Like, you think back to, I think it was like the 80s. Yeah, Madonna really did not care. Um, and yeah, Madonna feel because we should be aware that she never really cared if she had a point to make. That's what I... You know, I, I get your analogy, actually. Yes. Because Madonna did, I, I saw an interview where she said that she did go through a time that she was just so upset with how closed-minded people were in terms of sex that she deliberately wanted to push the uh, envelope on things because she's like, people wake up, it's just sex. Be safe, have safe sex, but anyway. But um, my initial reaction is, I love that song. And it's from his new album, which actually came out this month of this year, Gloria. Glory, yeah. And um, I, I think it's so cool how Sam Smith is 6'2", like me, and he wears heels in the video. And I'm like, 
I always respect like tall people who are, are willing to wear heels on top of it. Like Yolanda Adams is another one. She's six <laughs> feet, one inches tall, one inch tall. And she'll slide on some heels like nothing. And I'm like, <laughs> yes, all right, tall people wearing heels being extra tall. Anyway, but um, I think it's, it's cool how he knew he and the people, um, co-creators of the video were like, they, they knew that the closed-minded people who would hate on the video would be particularly upset about the water sports shot that he did. But that's probably related to their personal preferences on things, but I won't go into that. Anyway, and I'll say, yes, it is art. And you're upset because it's making you contemplate all of the times that you didn't complain when pop music women did this same thing. And just like uh, Sam R underscore 1995 said, now people are particularly incensed because they are male appearing and you think that stuff like that is meant just for women or you're most attracted to it with women and not somebody who is male appearing. Male appearing because Sam Smith is gender non-binary. And um, my connection, I realized that I, I, I love that Sam Smith has like a heavy voice. And I, I think that's so cool. Like it makes me say like, if we were in the choir together, like back in the day, like we probably, I, and I'm saying like so much, I'm sorry, but we, we would probably sing bass together or something like that. And, and that's like so cool because like he has a really deep, heavy voice. And I love the, ah, I'll save it for my one minute. Basic complexity, what's your one and one and or one, but at least uh, one sentence. Okay. Um, well, to me, I personally feel that in general, we, I'm sorry, I got a little confused. All right, let me go back. All right, I just really feel that on some level, Sam Smith was channeling Madonna, like, I mentioned before, um, and in general, I really feel that people should get their point across. If they me getting a point, that's it. It's like, that was it. <laughs> I agree, and hey, Tavel Avery, thank you for watching, checking us out. And yes, friend, and that—that uh, that was your one sentence. Basic complexity. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. So for me, I will take a one and a one, and I will finish my uh, point from before. Say okay. I love how in the lyrics to the song, and the song is entitled, um, I, uh, 
I'm not here to make friends. No, I'm not here to make friends. And in, in, in the his song, he talks about how 30s almost got me and I'm looking. Basically, he's talking about the fact that he was approaching 30 and now he has crossed 30. And he's like, I'm, I'm not here to make friends. No, I'm not here to make friends. I'm looking for a lover. And not a lover like looking to get screwed, but I, I'm looking for a lover as in looking to have a partner. And, and that's what he's talking about. And I'm like, yes, uh, sibling, Sam Smith, me too. I know that's right. Yes. <laughs> now, for my um, one sentence, I will say, the people of this world are not a monolith. We should welcome all of our beautifully human idiosyncrasies. All right, now for our next topic, and I will go first for the next one. Are you ready to get this next topic? Let's go. Hashtag kinda different at Gay Magazine, hashtag Verse TV 195B, on-screen text. FDA lifts blood transfusion ban for gay and bisexual men. But there's a catch. Prospective donors who report having a new partner or more than one partner in the past three months would then be asked about a history of anal sex in the past three months. All prospective donors, regardless of their gender identification, who report having a new partner or more than one partner and anal sex in the past three months would be deferred from donation. Any individual who has ever had a positive test for HIV or who has taken any medication to treat HIV infection would continue to be deferred permanently. Additionally, under the proposed policy, individuals taking medications to prevent HIV infection, such as pre-exposure prophylaxis, also known as PrEP, or post-exposure prophylaxis, or PEP, would be deferred. More specifically, those taking oral PrEP would be deferred for three months from their most recent dose, and those taking injectable PrEP to prevent HIV infection would be deferred for two years from their most recent injection. Question. Um, the tension you're running into here is that gay men across America are being told to get on PrEP, to practice safe sex, to drastically avoid the risk of contracting HIV. They're also being told that you're unsuitable to donate blood if you're on PrEP. I understand the screening issue here, but can't, but why are people who are on PrEP doing the things that public health tell them that they need to be doing to functionally eliminate the risk of contracting HIV still being treated here as if they're at high risk for uh, giving blood that has HIV in it? So this is simply a matter of following the data that we have at this time, which is that we know that people who take PrEP uh, at least we at this point with our knowledge of PrEP, that if you look at the population overall taking PrEP, there's a certain risk currently of contracting HIV. It's about one in a hundred person years with current PrEP regimens. And so that's for all comers. So until we can better sort out who is of lower risk in that, uh, in that group taking PrEP, we need to put this, uh, this donor deferral in place for PrEP. That's not to say that we won't continue to look at this and try to refine things further. It's just that ultimately, as we move forward, 
we have to maintain the current safety of the blood supply. And moving forward as we're doing now, this may not be the final resting place of where we end up, but it allows us to move forward uh, and to at least make a leap uh, forward uh, to allow uh, some men who are not taking PrEP uh, uh, to donate. And the advanced study, by the way, showed that there is a significant fraction of men who uh, have sex only with one partner um, uh, who uh, should be able uh, to donate. Wow. All right. So I will say the guy in the, the my answer to this evolved even as I was writing down what my answer would be, honestly. And th this is a, a difficult situation. And the guy in the box on the bottom, like he's absolutely right. He's like, we're doing everything you're telling us to do. And now you're telling us we're wrong for it. But uh, it, it, it's a tough situation. And my initial reaction is the same as my connection to the extent that I remember years ago at my job, there were two other gay guys in the office. So it was, a, it was a total of three of us, but I was in the closet at that time. And I remember one of my coworkers was like, what one of the, the gay guys, he directed at, he kind of like directed at me that he's like, well, you know, us gay guys, we can't, uh, we can't donate blood because we're gay. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about because <laughs> I, I, I was so in the closet. And, but, but that's how it was back then. Like I, I've done some research and stuff and like blood donations have also evolved over the years. But there was a time that it was straight up. If you've had physical intercourse with a man F that, we are not taking your blood, period. And that it's, it, it, it appears that with help from the HRC, the Human Rights Campaign, we are modernizing from, well, that's just the way we've always done it. And now <laughs> it's, well, we might take a look, uh, we might take a closer look and gays used to be a lifelong no because of the blood risk, but now with HRC's prodding, they will take a deeper look. And it sounds like equality is making progress because of that, like there is some e equality progress there. It also feels like it was just an easy way out to be like, well, gay people are all promiscuous, so fuck it, no. Sorry, I, I, I don't, I, I need to cut back on my cussing. <laughs> but like gay people are just all promiscuous, so forget it, no. And it was just the easy out there. But I get it because people, are, I get it to the extent that people are medical lawsuit happy. And I, earlier today, actually, I, I was listening on the radio that they're having a class action lawsuit against Facebook and Instagram because Facebook and Instagram know that those products are addictive and people are suing them. For, so people are lawsuit happy. I'll finish the rest in the one minute. Based complexity, Kevin, what do you have to say, friend? 
right. Um, well, it's good that the FDA is um, loosening restrictions on gays and bisexuals. But, yeah, but in my opinion, this action should have been taken at first, I said 30 years ago. I'll even say 20 years ago. Um, and yeah, that I don't fully understand. Um, to me, I personally feel that in general, um, we should not continue to place those with the HIV or AIDS virus in a box. Because over the years, it's no longer a immediate death sentence like it used to be. And You want me to do my one sentence? No, I'm waiting for you to finish. So if you're finished, I'll say my one and one is, yeah, and I get it as far as the lawsuits, like if they get some, anyway. But (laughs) from their perspective, it used to be that gay people are, are so promiscuous and all they are doing is just sleeping around. But I realized that also comes from the fact that we were not allowed to get married. We were not allowed to get a husband and settle down back in the day. So we had our only options were to either live life and just always be uh, on, on, on the go um, not connected to anyone or to do one of those uh, civil but not equal uh, civil but not equal unions you know <laughs> so it's like hmm and I, it, it, it's just complicated it's complex all around okay <laughs> I will <laughs> say that um, my one sentence and then you can give your one and one. I'll say my one sentence is, now that we are gaining equality with relationships, the reality is in, nope, let me say it again, sorry. (laughs) Now that we are gaining equality with relationships, the equality is increasing elsewhere. Yay! Now, based complexity, you're one and one. Okay. Um, well, we definitely need to work on educating everyone about HIV and AIDS. It's like I said before, it's no longer a media death sentence like it used to be. Because Back in the 80s, 
even 90s, like, oh, you got HIV, peace out. <laughs> it's not like that anymore. Was that your one sentence? Uh, at first, it was. Oh, okay. God, wait. When, that's when the, I said we definitely need to work on educating people about HIV or AIDS. True. Uh, okay. Now, that... that I will hold my peace. Um, you know, people, right? Anyway, but yes. Okay, so are we ready to get the third one underway? Topic yeah. C. Hashtag Verse TV. I'm Aaron Mack. Kevin, aka Basic Complexity. Hashtag Verse TV Family. Hashtag Verse TV. Hashtag Verse TV Family. One nine five.